Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters Podcast, the Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name is Corey, and with me today are two fuzzballs I call friends, John and Brent. How's it going, my dudes? It's going good. I'm less of a fuzzball. I shake my beard down. <laughs> Brendan's got a fresh haircut, looking sharp. Ooh, fresh cut. It's so short. I don't like it. <laughs> but it's been too hot now, too. It's been very hot. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> so today on the podcast, uh, we're going to be doing our Glorious versus Inglorious segment. It's back. If you've missed it, don't worry. We got we got plenty of debates coming up. Uh, we're going to be talking about B2s today. And then we're also going to go over some Ewok list building ideas or, you know, maybe you just want to counter them because uh, I think I think there's going to be a lot of people playing them. So, yeah, either way, uh, we're going to get both sides of the stories on that one. Stick around. Should be a fun one. But before we begin, I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsors of the podcast. So we got Baron of Dice. Check out BaronofDice.com. Check out his Far Away, uh, Far Away Galaxy collection for all of your Star Wars Legion dice. He's got great uh, different looking dice in a variety of different colors. He's got a clear set and then he's also got like a, a more marbled or matte set. They also have faction specific symbols. So it's a great way to show off uh, your faction. Uh, it's, it's overall really, really sweet. If you use checkout code Glorious, you'll get a, a little bit of a discount. Check them out. Brendan, how's Panhandle 3D going? Tell us all about our 3D printing needs. Yeah, Panhandle 3D for all of your 3D printing needs. If you want a really cool-looking Star Wars table, go to Panhandle 3D. They will 3D print a lot of awesome terrain for you. Uh, in case you don't have a 3D printer or you don't want to make stuff uh, yourself, 3D printing from Panhandle 3D is the way to go. Uh, the the prints are amazing, and the the prices are great, and the the prices can get even better using the checkout code Glorious for a fifteen percent discount. Nice, nice. And we have a new sponsor for the podcast. New, John. Why don't you tell tell us about him? Yeah, I am extremely excited about our newest sponsor. The dice must flow. Uh, they're a new sponsor, but you have seen their stuff because if you have seen our dice trays that we have been using over the last year, which are absolutely amazing, um, we are now sponsored by the Dice Must Flow, who have been making those dice trays for us. Um, they have traditionally been in blue, although at ACO we had our first run of red dice trays that we have been given out and using. Um, so all of those have been purchased through the Dice Must Flow. Uh, so we are now partnered with them. So you can go over to their Etsy shop, which is the Dice Must Flow at Etsy.com. Uh, and you can get a 15% off discount really off of any of the dice trays that he has available over there. They have Warhammer 40k dice trays, Age of Sigmar dice trays, D&D, Marvel, Star Wars, and pretty much anything you want on a dice tray, they can do it. Um, they offer all kinds of different custom work. Um, that's how we were able to partner with them to do our custom dice trays. But if you use coupon code IG Blasters, all uppercase IG, obviously for Inglorious Blasters, you can get 15% off any of the ones that they have on their shop or any of your custom designs. Um, and they'll continue pumping out uh, dice trays that will be given out at tournaments and as prize support in the future. So, really excited about the partnership with them. So, that's the Dice Must Flow. 
check it out. Awesome. So we got also have some uh, upcoming tournaments that we want to give a shout out to. We will, we have the Crucible coming September 29th. That is over in Florida. I think it's the Universal Resort. Uh, so go play Legion for a day. And then the, the following day, go to Disney. Maybe build a lightsaber. There you go. John, do you know what you're bringing to that? Yes. <laughs> like list wise or no? I'm betting the Republic. It, it's probably Republic. <laughs> it will be a Republic. That is for sure. Excellent, excellent. Uh, and then I'm going to give a shout out to my own uh, my own tournament going on. So we got Critical Hit Games over in uh, Abington, Maryland, August 19th. We got 14 players uh, sign up. There is a Facebook link, uh, an Eventbrite page as well. Uh, so check it out. It should be pretty fun. No worlds in fight, but that's okay. We're just going to have fun. And for anybody who is in the region and going to the Nova Open, that is two weeks beforehand. So it's a good chance for practice if you're intending to test out your Nova list. Yeah, good good point. Test out your Nova list. Or just come up with a new list by then. Yeah, like I will probably <laughs> end up doing. <laughs> You're usually good at that, where you you just go in fresh. You're like, I've never played this list. Yeah. <laughs> Bam, I'm of like five and one. <laughs> 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 Very nice. All righty. How about we uh, get into our main segment, Glorious versus Inglorious? What do you guys think? Sounds like a plan. For one of these. I've been waiting. I'm excited. So today we're going to be talking about B2s. You, you remember B2s, right? They're like the second core option for... The CIS. So for those of you that don't know how this segment works, there is going to be a debate between two players. And then the other the other podcast host is going to be the judge. So I'm going to have the side of Glorious saying that B2s are awesome and you should definitely take them. And uh, Brendan, that's who it is. <laughs> Brendan has a side of Inglorious. So he's saying they are bad. Uh, we have to convince Terrible. John, our judge. Hopefully, he is impartial. We're we're, we're going to see how impartial he is. He's a gar player. I don't know. He is a gar player. <laughs> Can we really trust his opinion? <laughs> uh, so it should be it should be a fun debate. Uh, before we start, though, Brendan, do you want to go over the unit card for the B twos? Indeed, the B two Super Battle Droids, a core unit for the Separatists. They have three minis in the base squad. They are a droid trooper with two health per model, courage of two, and light defense dice. They do not surge either way. They have a speed of two. They have arm cannons, which are range one to two, a black and a white. They are unarmed in melee with one black die. They have a heavy weapon, a personnel, and a comms upgrade. They have AI attack, which means if they don't have a face-up order token, they, their first action must be an attack if they can. And they have armor one, so while defending, they cancel one hit result. A base squad is currently 45 points. The heavy weapon op options they have available to them are the B2 ACM trooper for 24 points. This unit adds a mini, as well as a gun range 1 to 2 and 3 red. Or the B2HA trooper, also known as the B2HA, uh, is a range 2 to 3 gun, 2 red and a white that exhausts. It has blast 
and cycle and impact two. So blast ignores cover. Cycle means if you didn't use it and it was exhausted, it can come back. And impact two for into armor. And that is a 32 point upgrade. For personnel, you can add a normal B2 super battle droid for 13 points. You can add an EV series medical droid for 14 points. This droid would only have one health in this squad and not two. This uh, also a PK series worker droid for 12, also one health and not two. A T series tactical droid for one health and not two, which adds a gun range one to three and one, uh, one red die. The unit would lose AI attack and get reliable one, and the leader, uh, the leader would be the T series, and the T series can only use its own gun uh, for 18 points. And then lastly, the Viper Recon Droid, one health on this droid, it has a gun range one to two, two white, and it has observe two and sidearm ranged. So it can only use its ranged gun. This is six points. Nice. Excellent. Thank you for that. So, uh, Honorable Judge John, who do you want to hear from first? Uh, let's go, Corey. Let's hear why they're glorious. Oh, I'm glad you asked. I'm so glad you asked. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think they're a great unit. Um I used to run them back in the day and they're a lot of fun. They throw a ton of dice. Um, they're also a, like a hardy unit. Like they have like a lot of wounds. There are two wounds each. So they're like, you know, uh, they're like surprisingly durable, especially with armor one. So for example, if you're sitting in heavy cover, um, they're going to remove two off the top and then uh, one more if they don't have any, um, uh, if they have no sources of impact over there. Right. So, Overall, you're going to be like most of the time removing three off the top, uh, which I think is like pr pretty great for like a normal core. Their saves aren't the best, but um, I think you could definitely mitigate that a lot by giving them dodge tokens and using the T-Series tactical droid upgrade, the personnel upgrade. So before I get too like crazy, I think the best configuration for them is going to be uh, the B2 hat, as like it's lovingly called. Meaning the, the upgrades you put on them is the B2 HA. Uh, that's the range 2 to 3 uh, blast um, cycle impact 2 gun. And then you put on the T-Series uh, tactical droid uh, personnel. So that comes in at 95 points. It's a little expensive, but you get to ignore cover. Ignoring cover these days is pretty great. Um, they have a great die pool for getting, it's not, okay, before I like blow anyone's minds, it's not fantastic at range three, but you know what? You If they have no cover at range three, you're getting three shots that they have to make saves for. Maybe four if that white die hits, but <laughs> it, it may or may not. All I'm getting at is, Ignoring cover these days when, like, most of the time something will have heavy, in my opinion, is pretty great. This weapon at range 3 also has impact 2. That's that's also amazing for this today's meta, right? Everyone's bringing uh, armor, and then, like, you know, this also is... This, this weapon's good into normal troopers, and then this weapon's also good into armor. 
So you're getting like a good benefit of, of both, right? So how do I think you should run B2s? You could splash them into like a list as like a one of, but I don't think that's super effective. I think you have to kind of at least put three in a list in order for like um, some redundancy and some like real heavy shots to get through. So for example, if you have a T, not a T-series, the super tactical droid, right? So if you have Kalani or even Kraken, it, take, take your flavor of tactical droid. If you give them a dodge and a name uh, before they go in to go shoot something, like they're going to have a good time. So, I mean, like overall, I, I think B2s are like pretty sweet. They have some difficulty getting in if you're fighting against like a better gun line that like likes to that is better at shooting at range three and or range four. So you have to kind of support them a little bit with some more tokens um, like Roger Roger gives out dodges. Again, the super tactical droid will help you out over there too. You kind of need a bigger threat than the B2s. So I, I Brendan might compare them to Black Sun Enforcers. Uh, I'm not going to argue for him, but <laughs> let's pretend you take Black Sun Enforcers and B2s in the same list. Now, which one do you shoot? <laughs> They're both scary units. Like they're going to, you know, six, let's pretend you fit uh, six of them, like any combination into a list. You know, you march them forward. Which one do you shoot? You can't kill them all. I, I guarantee you that. I I think that's how B2s are going to thrive uh, with a different threat on the board. You can put them inside of a snail tank. Uh, you can drive them up and just like unload. And you get that natural heavy cover inside the snail tank, which is like always appreciated. And one last thing, you can hide them behind uh, spider droids. Like, let's pretend you do a flamer variant and you just want to go forward. I think that's pretty fun. You could just hide them behind that. You can hide them behind droidicas if you build them correctly. They're like just about the same height as the as a uh, regular trooper silhouette. So there's a lot of different ways you can fit them, but you have to like make sure you have another threat alongside the B2s because otherwise I think they're going to pick them apart pretty easily. Um, so there you go. It's definitely one of my favorite, mo more favorite thematic units in the game. Uh, I just love putting, the, putting these guys on the tables. Uh, also, they have a cool name, uh, B2 hats. I just kind of want to like 3D print some hats and put them on, on my B2s. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, th I think they're pretty great. Um, there you go. Cool, right on. Brendan, what say you? I, I will say that the most glorious thing about them is their looks, because they just look awesome. Uh, after okay, that, we can stop there. I, after I that, it's all downhill. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, Corey made some excellent points. And yes, I am going to compare them to Black Sun Enforcers. <laughs> I knew so, it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, a lot of what Corey said was, you know, they've got a great die pool. They can do blast and range three. You know, they, they've got a full squad. You know, the way that Corey talked about them, the, the B2 hat is a total of. Uh, Should be 95. 95 points, correct. Uh, and that is, I think I'm doing the math right, nine wounds behind. Yep white saves that have one search token to help them on defense. 
So yeah, if you get through whatever cover they're in and the ar one armor, they have terrible saves. They are going to die. Um, meanwhile, Black Sun Enforcers have red defense dice. Oh, here it comes. And you can get the Magnet, the Vigo, Targeting Scopes, and Frag Grenades and have that squad be 95 points, the same as your B2 Battle Droids. And that yeah. squad is just going to hit so much harder than the B2s ever will. Um, that is not to say that it's the right option for whatever list you're building. But for the same points, you're getting a unit that's going to survive better and has a lot more offensive upside. Uh, the other way you can go is, well, it's a horde army. You want to have as many wounds in your army as possible. Why not just do B1s instead? They're just going to die just as easy as the B2s. And you can get a full squad at 60 points instead of 95, and that's eight wounds. <laughs> so you're saving 35 points and losing out on one wound. <laughs> so you can really have a lot more in your army if you just go the B1 route. Um, but yeah, so B2s, you could not do the T-Series and save a lot of points. But then you have to deal with AI. AI is a terrible keyword on a unit that wants to probably be recovering with the Ha Trooper. Uh, unless you decide to go full in and go with the uh, ACM Trooper to just go, well, I, if I'm not at range two, I'm not shooting yet. So. Um, but that is honestly not the option if you're going to build them you want to because they the there's a lot less upside there uh same with any extra person in the squad the only one you will probably ever take is the t-series you are not going to take anything else you could add a normal b2 to get it up to 10 wounds behind armor one but then you have to deal with ai at that point you either have to have amazing order control and making sure it gets chained to, again, probably more than one B1, a B2 squad, or you're dealing with AI on at least one of them. Because these guys, unlike the B1s, do not coordinate. So they're not helping with your order control. So, yeah. B2s, they used to be a real terror on the table. There were people who were running armies of six of these guys. And they Those were the scary. <laughs> <laughs> Those were scary days. Uh, it, you just don't see them anymore. They they whittle to a, a better gun line because they can't get in fast enough. They have to waste activations to recover if you want them to be at their best. So then they don't have aims to help with their die pool, uh, which I think is what Black Suns always have an aim because you're not giving them orders. So, again, B2s are amazing to look at. They're very intimidating looking. They, they are honestly more intimidating looking than the lizard men, but they are not as intimidating as the lizard men on the table. Yep. 
Uh, do you mind if I give some pushback? Yes. Just because I finally yeah. remembered some points. Yeah. Oh, throw out okay. a couple yeah. counter arguments. <laughs> yeah. Slap them um, in the face. <laughs> I mean, everything that Brendan said is um, mostly correct. You can... Um, I know, right? Shocking. <laughs> you can actually recover the gun uh, using the super attack, right? He's got the three pip. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after you move shoot on one turn, the following turn, you play uh, the super attack three pip. It lets you recover two two things that have face up orders. Um, so I mean that that's pretty good. That's so, that's actually not bad. So great, you're uh, spending ninety plus points to make them t- a little better for one turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are all yeah, in. Yeah, man. At I'm that trying. <laughs> all in. I'm trying to do anything. Yeah, it's um, man, it it's just like I I should probably just stop talking. It's just rough going for B twos. Like I I love this unit. It I hate comparing it to something else, but the, the like the 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 general power creep in the the Black Sun Enforcers, they just do the B two job, you know, a lot easier. <laughs> But I like I, I think there's merit though in, in like CIS uh in combination with Black Sun because you can't take six Black Sun in uh CIS. You can get three Black Sun plus almost like watered down Black Sun. And I think watered black watered down Black Sun, like if you want to just like go forward and just kill something, I think that's pretty decent. They can also hide behind tanks now, like because uh the the during the new rule change like it's full line of sight blocking so like that's actually a great way if you just move a tank and like let your b1s or i'm sorry b2s follow behind it um i know i said spiders and droidicas but honestly like you can hide behind a snail or an aat and does probably does that job way better so anyways anyways i'll i'll stop there no, I, I love I, you b2s yeah i, I agree b2s are fun unit they are definitely a fun unit the only problem is getting them to range yeah that's why you need something scarier yes (laughs) i recommend something scarier if you are going to run them uh usually that is lightsabers people are going to be more scared of that than your your unit (laughs) your bt right maul is maul or um massage might be a good candidate they, they used to be much cheaper, didn't they? Because honestly, when we started, when we were talking about doing B2s, the first thing I thought was, man, whatever happened to B2s? Because ACO 2021, mall B2s was like very prevalent at the time. And B2s were scary. That's what I read. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think Kyle uh, won ACO 21 with mall B2s. He did. Right. Most certainly did. And I, and I, I mean that three, that three red, one white. But at that time with blast, that was like a decent pool. That was before we started hitting these like crazy big like ten die pools, um, outside of like Z six pools and stuff like that. But that's like flooded with white die. I, I will say I don't know exactly what the points were in twenty one, but the B twos are currently. If you're doing the hat variety, three points cheaper than they used to be because the full squad itself used to be 48 when it came out. Now they're 45. The Ha and the T series are the same points. If I remember correctly, the the Ha went down like two points and then went back up. 
that's possible. I, I, I think it did, but I could. I'm surprised because I, as soon as I, I was like, the first thing I did was like, all right, what's the optimal build? And that's like immediately what I looked at was the B2HA with the T series. And I was like, 95 points for this. Um, cause yeah, I mean, I started kind of writing out my pros and cons and then was taking notes as you guys were talking. And the first thing I wrote out was cons expensive, 95 points for what I considered optimal build. Cause immediately you try not to compare, but for 95 points, you're like, man, Magna guards with an RPS 106, Cad Bane 105, um, Bosk 105, Black Suns 95. Like, so you start listing off all the units and CIS that you can get for around that points or within, you know, 10. And you're like, why would I ever take B2s? Um, especially when you then have to play around, like, no coordinate. Like, there's there's just so many different things where they, they no longer really gel with the rest of what you're trying to do when you should really rely and again, I'm not like a CIS player, so take it with a grain of salt. But I really feel like you need like a lot of B1s as your main core. Like I feel like you you just have a ton of them. I like that E5S, like the range four crit gun, so then they can kind of chill in the background and then swamp objectives at the very end, um, or mix and match with that and the whatever their variation of the RPS is. So you have impact with all the armor running around or dark troopers, but there just seems like there's so many other better options in that 95 point range. Um, because that, that range three with the three red, one white impact two, like two years ago, that was a good die pool and blast is nice with everything having heavy cover, but it's still, you're only going to get three hits. Cause that white die is pretty much a gamble. And if you're going to spend your reliable, on one of those red having a having a surge probably you're only going to have three paint that go through and if everyone's playing red dice i mean you're going to push through one wound on clones maybe a wound and a half on empire so it's it's very minimal brendan i see your hand is raised yes sir yes thank you for acknowledging me sir um so <laughs> i i just want to nail the hammer just nail that last nail, hammer the last nail into the coffin of the B2s. All right, here we go. Two other units you are likely to see that are cheaper than a B2 hot hat unit. Uh, this first one, I mean, okay, maybe they're not both likely to see, but it's more bang for your buck, it feels like. Shore Troopers with a T21B and an extra guy is 94 points. One point less than the B2s. You, you stop it. Stop it. Phase 2 <laughs> clone troopers with a mortar and a medic are 93 points. Two points less no, than B2 No, stop it. I can't hat. take it. I can't take it. Look, they can't be suppressed, okay? They're good. <laughs> uh, I did have one. Yeah, there are a lot of other good options. I had one bullet point under pros. Uh, I put that they were durable. I got that out of you, you know, because the armor with the two wounds and the heavy cover. But Brendan immediately made a point of as soon as you get through that armor and the, the heavy cover, so you wipe away the three. I mean, they're probably going to take every wound beyond that. Um, I, I will say <laughs> one thing yeah, about the B2s that they are 
possibly one of the best units for uh, hostage exchange. They're definitely the, the ones with the most health that you have to get through. And at range two, you you don't want to necessarily get too close to them with the dice pool they're going to throw. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good point. And then they're, they're you throw the hostage on them, they're then Courage 3 Droid Trooper. So there's no chance in slowing those guys down with suppression. Yeah, you're not going to panic them. Yeah. Well, I think I'm ready to uh, make my verdict, although you guys probably guess the direction no no i'm still holding hope (laughs) hold it on inglorious this this is the confederacy there's no hope here (laughs) no i demand a recount this is absurd and Corey, i haven't seen you play b2s in two years so you you know what i'm talking about okay oh yeah all right to be honest okay to be fair i am looking at them again i don't like paying 95 points but i am looking at them again very hard in conjunction with like I have like tons of lists uh, that I'm like floating around in my head, but basically three black suns loaded, you know, uh, three B twos, and it's basically a uh, uh, what do you call it? An independent or like you don't really care about order control, so you could throw a kraken in there if you want if you want that, or you can throw them in a snail tank and stuff like that. So I think there's like definitely CIS list building ideas that don't center around B ones. I think that's the direction that I want to go when I like play some practice games. I think there's like something of value there because all the dice pools have gotten like insane. So black suns are really good still after the slight points increase. So I, I think they're worth playing in CIS. Um, So I want to just give that a shot. Anyways, I'm talking about black suns and not B2s. I agree. Black suns next to B2s. I'm terrified. Yeah. See, like again, it's, you have a watered down uh, black sun enforcer, you know, like if you have three watered down ones and three regular powered ones, like I think that's still yeah. pretty scary. If you throw in a tank or a snail and use it as a, just a line of sight blocker until they get close yeah. enough to demolish everything. Yep. Terrifying. You can, you can easily get to at least eight, but I think you can get to nine acts too. So like, that's not nothing. It's still pretty good, especially with the pass mechanic now. So, yeah, no, I, it's good. I, that's probably a discussion for another day, but yeah, yeah. Nine, nine acts now is fine because of pass. Absolutely. I actually see more nine act lists and it increases mm-hmm. eights also as a result. Ly- Lila's Pink Suns were, was eight, right? Eight acts? Yeah. It, it was, was small, six black suns, and then the a bus. bus. So yeah, eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So definitely eight works. Is there any, and I, I don't, this is a legit question. Um, is there any merit to, I was just curious if there's any cheaper builds, but you could do the B2s with the ACM and then just the extra dude for 82 points. You'd have five guys, 10 wounds, and you would throw four black, four white, three red. So an 11 die pool for 82 points. The only reason I don't like that is because you can't fight at range three. Yeah. Yep. And you lose impact, right? That's the main that's the main thing. You lose impact. Um and it doesn't surge. That's, so that's why I don't necessarily like it. And AI. And yeah. And you have AI, which is kind AI of AI is the bummer. worst part. You're you're also missing reliable one. Like the T series tactical droid does so much for the B two. I remember when that box uh the T series tactical 
you know, like specialist box came out. <laughs> I think I got six. <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. The, the T series is an amazing yeah. upgrade Su- to, super to good. throw on them. It, it, again, it's, it's a must. It was designed for the V2s. Let's be real. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, all right. I appreciate uh, the ruling, even though I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no if you're going to play b2s have fun make sure they've at least got a t-series unless you have a plan to get them in order that's that's really what i'm trying to emphasize you gotta have a plan for them you can't just throw them in a list willy-nilly hey these <laughs> guys are cool i'm throwing them in a list no they, they, yeah, they won't yeah. work that way no you gotta have a battle plan personally i think you run the kalani with them because you're not running just one arm. right they work better as a group. I think the minimal number of viable is two. I think I would agree. At least two. Yep. Cool. That's why I have two. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think our judgment is wrong or you just want to uh, just give us some general smack talk, uh, please send us an email at swlingloriousblasters at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Discord. Want to chat with us? Uh, this is also a good place to request new glorious versus inglorious segments for us to talk about. Uh, you could, we can discuss list, uh, list, you know, building discussions, stuff like that. If you want to show off your pets, we got a, uh, a channel dedicated for that. That is always one of my favorite channels to talk about. <laughs> uh, so yeah, come check us out in the discord. Um, yeah, the link is in the show notes. Uh, you can also find us on most popular podcasting apps now, including Spotify, Apple, Google, and YouTube. We would really appreciate it if you leave us a rating and a review. That would uh, super help us out. Thank you. Uh, and then lastly, you could follow us on uh, Instagram at SWL and Glorious Blasters. Uh, Facebook as well. Same same sort of deal. Uh, Inglorious Blasters, a Star Wars Legion podcast. Search for us. We're there. So, uh, gentlemen, Ewoks are coming. Are, you, are we prepared? Are we prepared for the murder bears? I'm prepared to murder the bears. <laughs> nice so so we're gonna go over some list building ideas and counter ideas i definitely think there are a lot of people that are excited for them so uh do we want to go f- for list building ideas first or counters first i think probably we should list, do building. list building first so just a reminder the ewoks are mercenary units that can go in the rebellion or they can be built as a battle force for the bright tree village um, so you can see Ewoks in various different ways. Uh, the only time you don't have to worry about Ewoks is in the uh, Echo Base Defenders. So there's no Ewoks there. Yep. There's no Ewoks yep. on yep. Hoth. Yep. You're safe. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so with that, actually, do you think there's any value in having Ewoks in a regular rebel list. Um, yes. So for example, are you going to take them? Are you going to take two of them? Are you going to take, you know, Wicked or... Yeah, anyways. So uh, let's just start with, there are three units that the Ewoks have access to that cannot be in a regular rebel list. Uh, that would be C-3PO as a commander, Low Gray, and ATSD Chewbacca. So if you're building a regular rebel list and want to include Ewoks, can't do that. Um, as for what you can add, you can bring in Wicket as a commander, Ewok skirmishers as core, or Ewok slingers as special forces. 
I think there's a huge benefit to bringing either or both. If for no other reason than just activation padding, because they are so cheap. Yeah, absolutely. They're very cheap. Uh, like an Ewok skirmisher with the axe is 55 points. Uh, that's that's kind of a bargain. And that is seven <laughs> models in a unit with low profile and unhindered. Right. Yep. Right, exactly. Yep. And speed two. They're fast. They're hard to shoot. So, I mean, you have to get either a lot of crits or more than three hits with all the heavy cover out there these days to even land any hits on them. They're going to die once you get hits on them because... They don't I was gonna say if we if we were if we were laughing at B twos, I'm gonna laugh at this because you're effectively moving three for <laughs> so like don't don't say don't say oh, no. anything uh, they, too outlandish here. No, no, they got the they're same going to die. They're going to die. <laughs> they're going to die. Okay, cool. They're gonna die. They're gonna right. die, but they're a lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, this is the issue. <laughs> oh man, Wicked is, I think. I don't know what to do with Wicked in a regular Rebel list other than just m- go melee something and then maybe put tenacity on him. <laughs> I don't know. What What do you think he's doing? I think Wicked is a sneaky good unit for things like... Um, on blank. It's about, hold on. My brain is frozen. You know, for 180 points for two Ewok skirmishers with the axe and then Wicket with no upgrades, you get scouting party, right? Yeah. Uh, recover yeah, the supplies. Something. Yep. Yep. Wicket right. will be good at recover the supplies. He'll be great if you want to do a melee focused army because of scouting party. Um, you know, he can only scouting party more Ewoks, but if, you know, for the. Let's see, what is it? The one that makes me go faster. That his like forest uh, dwellers. yeah, like his one. So for seven, just seventy three points, you could have Wicket and two more Ewoks already starting speed two outside the deployment zone. It's terrifying, uh, especially if you decide to go the route of I'm building a complete melee focus list, and my special forces are all going to be uh, Wookies, and Somehow we ended up on rapid reinforcements. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you somehow end up with that, like your opponent lets you, okay, you deserve that dub probably. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's very terrifying. Oh man, that's funny. The other thing that's terrifying about regular Ewoks, Ewoks in a regular list, is you could have a bunch of Ewoks surrounding you know ahsoka or operative loop and you're going well do i attack the lightsaber or the these guys that are going to be throwing even more dice than a lightsaber you can get like i'm just trying to like build a fun non-bright tree list uh really quick you can get like 11 axe with like leia wicket chewbacca two skirmishers three rebel troops and then like (laughs) three Wookiee warriors so like if you just want to bring a bunch of fur you could definitely do it which is i think is fun right like chewbacca and like leia are definitely going to help out that ewoks get there get into melee it's terrifying yeah uh but yeah is there anything else and like i guess yeah if you just really want to go melee with regular rebel list then the wicket plus two skirmisher combo like that's that's a pretty good starting point 
you can you can get a head start on uh, going towards your opponent. Not bad. But anyways, yeah, Bright Tree uh, is you can get very very high activations. So without doing the list building clicking, <laughs> I think you can get fourteen acts. But like you are very slim on like upgrades from what I remember. Yeah, I think it's I'm, like I'm nuts. I'm trying to throw in the, the max here. Hold on. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right. You can get to 14 acts with no upgrades on anything and be at 765 points. So, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty nuts. Is that including like. Uh, it's Leia, Wicket, Low Gray, Leia, okay. C3PO, Ewok Skirmishers times four. Two Rebel Troopers, three Ewok Slingers, and Chewbacca ATSD. Right. Okay, I'm glad you included the Chewbacca ATSD. I think if you're running a Bright Tree list, you run Mogre Chewbacca ATSD. and Chewbacca ATSD are like mandatory. Agreed. I agree. Yep. I, I think like that's the main reason to take them because then their command cards are also pretty good. Um, the Bright Tree specific ones. I'll say there's only one other model that is going to be a must-have in this army, but only once he has an alternate sculpt, and that is C-3PO in his throne. Once he's in his throne, yeah. there's no way you're not playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, there's gotta, I think there's some 3D STL files out already, but yeah, we, want, we need an official model. An official model. Where is it, AMG? Give me the golden god. Right? Give me give me the golden god. <laughs> Missed opportunity uh, right man. there. So let's let's see. I'm just trying to like ask interesting questions about Bright Tree. So do you guys think Han Solo is good in Bright Tree? I mean, he fits in perfectly with all the low profile. <laughs> he does, and he's got uncanny, right? He is also a lot more terrifying. Because he's got a giant line of sight blocker he can use to get close enough to shoot things and then hide behind. That's that's exactly what I wanted someone to say. Yeah, I think Han Solo is going to be really good at getting in the fight and just just starting to like, is he pierce two? Yeah, of course he is. Yes. Just pierce two everything. <laughs> Sharpshooter one, pierce two and Sharp. steady and gunslinger. Yeah. He's going to hide yeah. behind Chewbacca ATST, poke out, take his two shots and then hide behind Chewbacca again. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I. I think. I think you should definitely experiment with playing with Han. It's. I think it's gonna be pretty good. I will say that there is one of the requirements for the list is to take uh, two uh, rebel units that aren't Ewoks. I think the way you should play is the rebel troopers and give them uh, Astromex. So they can make sure Chewbacca stays alive, because that is your biggest gun in this army. Yeah, that's a good point. I forgot you could I forgot you could take Astromex. <laughs> like I just that just did not cross my mind. That's uh oh, you, since you yeah, can't you take R2D, you can it. put them on the uh the rebel troopers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Yep. Yeah, that wouldn't have been something that crossed my mind either. But yeah, I think give I, Chewbacca. I, I forgot they were there. Yeah, because normally rebels are using R two for like yeah. source of repair. Normally, yeah. yes. Anyways, so you're giving Chewbacca an extra four health with that, and you want him to stay alive because he's got the Arsenal two and the Inspire three, and 
suppression is definitely a thing you're going to have to worry about with heat locks. Right. Absolutely. So if he goes from 11 health to essentially having 15 health behind white surging defense armor. He, he becomes a lot less of a target. Yeah. A, a lot less killable. <laughs> so that's, oh man, this looks, this looks like a lot of fun. I'm excited. Man, I should uh, I should get more Ewok boxes. I only pre-ordered four. <laughs> it's more than that. Might have been might have been a mistake, but anyways. I, I, I that's uh, probably that's that's probably enough. Honestly, if if people are listening, like I think four is like a might be too many, but even then, like you could play a bright tree list like well enough, right? And then fill it in with like two rebel troopers or even commandos, like. Uh, with the ATS too, you could definitely play this list. I think effectively, you don't need all the Ewoks. Um, you don't have to spend all of the money. Yeah, I would say if you're getting yeah. six boxes, more than six boxes of Ewoks, um, you're just going for the memes at that point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, any other high- highlights or talking points you want to talk about for list building before we get into countering? I think we hit like a good chunk of it. Yeah, I mean, I would say if you're building a bright tree list and you're not running Chewbacca in an ATST, you better have a very good reason for him not being in an ATST. Yes, I agreed. I I think bright tree lists always start with Chewbacca in the ATST <laughs> and then go from there. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Cool. Uh, for countering ideas, um, yeah. So, how do we destroy the bears? Well, the, we get rid of them. The most obvious answer is with flamethrowers. Flamethrowers. Flamethrowers are blast, and they hit. Uh, it's spray, so you count the number of models in the enemy unit, and you add that many uh, dice. Uh, however many, like so, if it's a snowtrooper, I believe it's one black die Correct. for each enemy mini. So if you're hitting seven Ewoks in a unit, that's seven black dice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we just talked about we could build a 14 activation uh, list with no upgrades for the the Bright Tree Village. So I had some fun and I came up with an 11 activation empire list that has uh, 10 flavors. 10? (laughs) (laughs) I'm only good at one thing, boys. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. getting rid of things in the forest. Yep. So uh, three dewbacks with flamers. Uh, six snow troopers with flamers, and Din Djarin with his flamer. Right, and then and then an imperial officer uh, for a whopping uh, seven hundred eighty-seven points. What you couldn't fit Boba Fett in there too? <laughs> I could, but then I had to get rid of two snow trooper flamers. Uh okay. No, it's no. The more the better. Okay, the more yeah. the better. Like yes, Boba has two flamers. But they're both one-time uses. I'm going to get more yeah. uses with my snowtroopers. Yep. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, my God. I just realized. Din Djarin has whistling birds, too. He does. So <laughs> that you roll a number of white dice equal to the number of minis in the unit, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, okay, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> That's pretty disgusting. <laughs> uh, all right, you heard it here first. Up to Din Djarin's actually really good. <laughs> That would be quite the sight to see a whistling bird's attack going uh, off and just Ewok fur flying everywhere. It's just yeah. Oh my god! I 
that's that's a glorious <laughs> sight to see. I I can't wait. But realistically, for uh, dealing with Ewoks, uh, yes, the best thing that you could have is blast. Uh, next best yeah. thing is going to be sharpshooter. Uh, you yeah. don't need to really worry about things like Pierce because they have nothing that is, you know, great at saves. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't think they have a single red save unit in the army available to them. At best, uh, they have white surging. I don't think so. Right. <laughs> Um, so I, I think another way you can counter them is uh, they're mainly melee units. Yes. So again, you you present your own melee threats to like go engage them. So Brandon said Dubex, that's a good one. Uh, Royal Guards, they're also very good in melee. Magnaguard. Uh, yeah, Magnaguard. Um, any any melee unit that wants to be in melee is going to be good. I imagine Jedi are going to be good as well. They won't kill the whole squad, but they can at least like. Like just handle them very well, yeah. So, just shoot them. I think you just gotta. Just con- you just have to concentrate on them. I think that's it. Almost like B one. Yeah. It's like you don't want to spread your fire out. You want to make sure that you are sh- focusing on one squad till it's fully dead, and then moving on to the next squad till it is fully dead, so that you're not leaving one or two models so they can run away. And then everything that you put into them was almost like a waste if you didn't kill the activation. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say in general, if you have a strong range three gun line, and you have a really good chance against them, just the only real range three threats are either rebel troopers, rebel pat, uh, yeah, they, that, no, they're rebel scouts, no, commandos, commandos, and yeah. Chewbacca ATST if it wants to get rid of incognito before range two. Right, agreed. I think there's going to be a lot of ways to uh, to handle the bears. So yeah, there's a lot of ways to handle the bears. A lot of ways to play the bears. It's it's going to be an interesting time with the, the bears. How many more times could we say the bears? <laughs> the bears. The bears. The bears. <laughs> Classic SNL, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of our fans in Chicago, you're welcome. yeah. Then yep. we're gonna start talking about doubles. <laughs> <laughs> Next favorite team, doubles. 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 Oh man. Uh, good old sports ball. Anyways, uh, any other counter ideas before we uh, wrap up this? Uh, wrap up the show. Actually, yeah. Big big dice pools. I think that goes without saying. Black right. sun. Yep. Yeah. Just throw your dark troopers at them. Everyone knows they're good. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, everyone. I'm going to cl- end this podcast. Uh, I'm Corey. I'm John. I'm Brendan. Murder bears. Duh, bears. <laughs> Stay glorious, everyone.